I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week in league, uh, Dylan Napper's future smells like shit as he chooses between fingering Kane Edwards' asshole on OnlyFans or playing for the Broncos. Joey Manu receives rave reviews for his Mad Monday costume. Dylan Walker's misses. Jaden Nockenbaugh is set to finally fuck someone over 18 as he lines up against Noffa in his season finale. Plus, we look ahead to all the action in the final round of the 2021 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 430 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. Look at that chipper start to the night, fellas. Good to hear. How good? It's been some fine chat already before we hit record. Looking forward to a nice uh, nice episode of uh, just, you know, the, the warm glow of friendship <laughs> as, we, uh, as we navigate <laughs> the final round of the 2021 season. <laughs> And neighbourly conversations. Neighbourly conversations. That's but that's it. more for the members. That's more for the member side, though. So yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Twill Nation. If you want to uh, hear some funny shit, um, fellas, this week news wise, we kind of spoke about the Latrell stuff in the context of the game on the Sunday on the the recap episode this week. Yep. Um, we uh, have some aftermath of that. Since since we recorded that show, he accepted uh, the six week punishment straight up. So of course that does that does remove him from the final series as as you know everyone anticipated. Um, Trent Robinson, for his part, his spray has uh, netted a forty thousand dollar fine in total for the Roosters. Yes, 20, 20 of which was the 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 usual. Complain about the referee's copper twenty k fine situation. There was another ten that was suspended from a previous incident that the, that has since become activated due to this offence, and there was another ten thrown on them for uh, abuse of sideline officials. Yep. Now, uh, look honestly, well, you know, it's the roosters. I mean, Uncle Nick will be you know sorting that shit out. Um, the only ones I really have the issue with is the ten. It's the ten thousand about the sideline officials or the on-field officials. Sorry, from uh, on-field officials being abused from the sideline. Sorry, um, that's the only one I really have an issue with. I mean, you don't want you don't want to see like referees copying it because I would imagine that kind of abuse wasn't a carefully considered, you know, fairly measured press conference and not statement. and not and not overly emotional press conference statement. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that would have been you know potentially players. Yelling out stuff at the um, yeah it was at the at the, at the referees. Was who, Gagai fined? He was, yes. Mm. It 
it is um, look. This is one of those situations where where both parties have done exactly what they had to do. In that, Robbo had to come out in defence of his player, and yep. regardless of what you think about his take on the Latrell tackle, he had to do it. It was one of those things. Had to do it, mm-hmm. and the league have to come out and say, "Well, we have to do this as well." Yeah. You know, so, and he knew what he was getting. He knew what the consequences would be. Oh, absolutely. And as look, he was so uttering the words, no doubt. And let's not forget. I mean, he he has been, you know, vindicated really with Perinara being removed from all games this weekend. Yep. And so, if nothing else, at least it's a you know. You know, some small, you know, measure of consolation or, you know, concession from the NRL. Yeah, yeah, you did have a point with what you said. So, um, and look, and the Latrell thing, six six weeks, I think, is, you know, it's, it's, it's probably, you know, it's probably all right, I think. I mean, it's a, fairly, it's, a, it's a fairly hefty punishment in the scheme of things. I mean, punishments have gone down in length anyway over the years. I mean, you know, we're far, far distance from like Hopper getting what he got 12 weeks for decapitating Keefe didn't yep. he yeah back in the day yeah and so and and yeah arguably like a, a similarly bad incident really in terms it, of at least in terms of you know effect oh uh, look the, the the thing here everybody's going around like they know exactly what, you know, what what he should have gotten, and you got to remember with yeah. Latrell, he's got loading. Yeah, you know, yeah. so he comes into this with form. Yeah, and look, he was he was looking at nine. Yeah, and I mean, so so he took six, which was the you know the early guilty plea discount. That's it, and like yeah, and like I think nine is 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 certainly. You, you might have said nine was yeah. heavy because the the three gradings you can get. At the judiciary are careless, reckless, and intentional. Yeah, and then there's gradings within the you know within the each that's of those. it. Now, yeah. yeah, and if I remember correctly, the hopper was intentional, wasn't it? That was that fuck man. You're asking me to remember shit like don't ask me things that happened last yeah. week, let alone yeah, in like fucking 2002 or whatever but it see, was. Here's the thing: everyone's walking around like they understand what the judiciary's exact definition of reckless and careless is. Yeah, yeah. You know, take everything else out of it, everything else out of it. Mm -hmm. It has been put to players this year that they need to change a tackling technique and they need to have their targets lower when they make contact. You know? Yeah. that's, That's the new interpretation of the rules. And so the fact that he had poor technique... Maybe poor technique's careless. Is it poor technique plus a heightened level of intensity? Does that make it reckless? I think it's. I think it's not. It's. Um, it's more the fact that it doesn't matter where he he hit Joey on the body. His point. The the point of contact was always his shoulder, and there was no other way. That was literally the point of contact. That's what it was going to be no matter where he hit him on his body. Yep. It, it was unfortunate for it was unfortunate for Manu that it was his his face. Yep. But there was 
there was never it wasn't like there was no attempt it wasn't was the never top of the be, shoulder no, no matter what happened there was never going to be any yeah. in, intent to wrap the arms or anything it was it was the point of the shoulder the point of the contact was directly on his shoulder and that's the way it was always going to be so that alone signals to me that yeah you know it, did he intend to break his break his face of course not yeah that's but it. he did intend to launch himself his sizable sizable body mass at full speed mm. with the point of contact being his shoulder so, so. There was some discussion between Rothfield and Kent on NRL 360 the other night. Um, Did you flush that? <laughs> um, it was it just come on after um, after Tiger Town, and they were saying they were arguing as they fucking do about intent to intent to hurt. There was intent. Doesn't to hurt. matter. Whether it's a, a, a conscious intent, isn't isn't that defence? Like if someone rushes up to put a shot on, even if it's perfectly legitimate, perfect technique. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying you're to hurt, trying the, guy, to hurt yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I I see more, and it's shit that I hate. Are those those tackles like where they try and do the fucking body slams on them, mm. like yeah. lift lift them up in the air and then. You know, let gravity drop them with the force of their body on them. Yeah, yeah. I think they're fucking dog acts. Mm. Um, the ones where you know, if a player is laying on the ground, I don't think that all you should do is place a hand on them. That would still complete the tackle. But they try and like throw their shoulder. That's down it. On those them. ones. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking dog acts. The um, ones that make me cringe are the the head slams. You know, obviously that yeah. wrestling with with mm. you know, there's a body body full body tackle and then the the wrestle action and then they sling the player into the ground and whiplash yeah. his yeah. head. I have trouble yeah. with those ones. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure Latrell went out there to, to hurt. I think he was intending to be physical. No, to be dominant. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even care what the intent um, was and I don't care and I don't care about anything about the player who did it either. Yeah. You just look at the fact there was a pl- a player on a team launched you know launched his 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 large frame at someone with the point of contact always going to be his shoulder. That is like yeah you know, absolutely yeah you know, that's that's like you know careless reckless you know that's it's all of that shit right you yeah. know so it doesn't matter who it is and like and without trying to read any you know intent onto what the player was thinking or anything just I mean what the player was thinking was just you know basically cut the play off. Where you know, cut the playoff yeah. immediately, and um, but you know, if he did that, you know, with his arms in a wrapping motion, it probably would have been the exact same effect. But yeah, you, had, you probably wouldn't have had Joe Martin with his face <laughs> smashed over, you know, smashed to pieces either. Yeah. So the the interesting thing here is as well that's come out of this, like for the Roosters, um, their new or now football manager Chris James, who was a former NRL referee. Um, is under fire for allegedly sending a text message to Jared Maxwell, okay. former colleague, obviously he's a referee, um, denigrating the performance of the match officials. So, so now it's possible for somebody to text someone who they used to work with in the game and say, you know, geez, that's a bit ordinary. And, and I don't know that those are the words he used. He, he might have... Use very offensive language, but 
that that's to me a little bit fucking far. Um, you know what that tells me? That Jared Maxwell's a fucking snitch. Jared Maxwell is a fucking snitch ass bitch. Or and he can and, and he's not to be trusted. Or does not understand the fucking sanctity of the group chat. Because essentially, yeah, that too. I hope everyone's ejecting him out of their DMs. That's the, it. The man cannot be fucking trusted. That's it. So at all, or yeah. has a rampant gambling addiction and was paid ten grand by the shit cunt rugby league media for his story. You reckon the media's got that much money for a story about text message? Oh, who knows? Well, no, they do because it's about Latrell. Yeah, okay. You know? Um, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that story about text messages. And it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's fucking ridiculous. That's not public comment. Yeah. You're not broadcasting comment. That's literally just, to, you know, well, I guess, you know, I wouldn't I'd, say text, I'd text message say... to a mate because, I mean, you know, surely you wouldn't be mates with a fucking snitch like that. Fucking rat bastard! Fucking Jared like it's Maxwell. obviously very take him out in the fucking lake in the boat. <laughs> very different circumstances, but you know, do you remember the when there was that one that <clears throat> the the girl had the sex tape with the player, and she was the one that ended up getting in trouble for releasing it. Yeah, well, was that the Katoni Stags one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, similar situation here. How the fuck is he not going at Jared Maxwell? And, you know, if he doesn't work in the game now, it's probably hard for the game to penalise him. But to say, hang on, no, that was a private comment. He's the one that's made it public. I yeah, demand it's probably, it's, Unless he had a picture of his dicky with it, I don't think it's a, a, a legal issue. Oh, it's not a legal issue. Yeah. I thought but I'm it saying, interesting if, that he'd make a I'm, comment about referees accompanied by a picture of his dick. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe issues. they... Well, okay, so mate, here we go. This we've 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 you know gone around in, in circles around a subject, and we've come up with a solution to a whole other subject. If you don't want you, if you want to legally protect yourself from having your text messages broadcast after you send them, make sure you attach a dick pic to them. That's it. Because then, then if they release them, it becomes a case of revenge porn. So if if you want to say something bad about referees. Physically, yeah. right? Oh, just it in on life, you. just 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 anything in general. Just write it, anything, just write it on your cock. Fuck. Jeez, it'd have to be a short message if it was me. <laughs> All got really tiny writing block. Those cunts and, that uh, fucking do it on a grain of rice, I'd have to get them in. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that, of course, is the art of dictation, isn't it, Glenn? <laughs> God damn. Oh, now, um, <clears throat> speaking of rat bastards, um, the uh, the doggies released a statement uh uh, on their social channels, basically uh, listing the players that will be leaving the club at the conclusion of the season, i.e. after the game this week. Um, the list is, well, I mean, the, the highlights off the list, uh, Dylan Upper, Lachlan Lewis, obviously who made his, I wonder if Lachlan Lewis would have been on this list if he, if he, if he didn't steal a soundbar. Mm. Um Will Hopawati, who was going to the Super League, Nick Meany, who's going to the Storm, and uh, Ralph Tony, who's going to the Roosters. But uh, <clears throat> the ones who haven't been claimed, Napa, Lachlan Lewis, and uh, there's a bunch of other ones there. Where are we? Um, the bad Sione Katoa, Dean Britt, Chris Smith, Bradley Dietz, Falakiko Manu, James Romanus, and Watson Haleta. So some of those, uh, you know, barely made their debut this year and some, you know, not so much. Adam Elliott, not on the list though. Mm. Yet. I mean, he is on, under contract for the next two seasons after this, but uh, we saw rumours earlier in the week that though the club was considering tearing up his contract after getting it on in the cubicle. Mm. 
But uh, yeah, he hasn't. He's yet to respond. I think he's still got a couple of days, or maybe today was the last day for him to respond to the breach notice uh, that he was served on Friday. And uh, so I guess we'll, you know, remains to be seen what happens there. That's it. Nap is the only one of any real value to any club, and he seems a bit damaged goods these days. Yeah, you know what he does. He does seem like he does seem like the type of player that the 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 Tigers could. Rehabilitate, maybe bring bring in no, 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 bring, bring bring in for experience in quotes. Yeah, real leadership. Yeah. He's a real leader. Yeah, well, they'd probably get about as much out of him as they got out of James Tamwell. Let's face it. I mean, they have, they haven't got a lot out of him. It's clear that the biggest leader in the club is leaving. There's Moses Zumbai on the latest episode yeah. of Tiger Town. Real fucking, real great fucking mates here. Real good mates. Real good mates. Real good mates. Set me an offer. You're a cunt. But did you hear him? If one's got their head down, everyone's got to have their head down. You know, we're all in this together. We're all good mates here. Um, looking over that list, though, why's he Lebanese? Why's he Lebanese? <laughs> that wasn't Lebanese. Yes, it fucking was. Yes, it was. Well, I fucking grew up in Western Sydney. It's it's there. No, ma- no matter who I fucking impersonate, it's there. Um, but. <laughs> Out of that list, Robert, well, Robbie Farrow was using him as a fucking ventriloquist. Yeah. <laughs> Hoju is the only one that I, I look at and go, "Fuck!" There's some sliding doors moments with that guy. Yeah, in in his career choices and his choice of family. <laughs> um, well, oh. I mean, it's funny. He's the only one that seems to you know come out of the whole thing without that sort of hoppoidy sort of. Chip on his shoulder. My my stance on and, religion is well known, but yeah. here here is a real life example of its ability to make someone not a cunt. Yeah, two years out, two years uh, out of, out of interstate from the rest of the family, it seems like it just got him through the the the, the troublesome influence years. Yeah, where you see that that you know that certainly two of his brothers that have played in the NRL mm. had did not escape. Yes, so. Um, but yeah, I, I think he would have had a, a much more memorable legacy if he had been somewhere with with probably a little bit more class around him and probably some more wisdom from a coaching perspective, which is a shame. Yeah, and I mean, look, you know, he's going to land on his feet in Super League and probably make a, a ton of cash, and he's and he'll, and he'll fucking kill it over there. It's really the yeah, like I I don't know where you would see someone like Dylan Napper land. Just with the just the fact that a he's he's you know he's getting on, and his so his abilities you know it's not not you know really it's not really there, but also he's got comes with a lot of fucking baggage now too because he's got a lot of yeah he's been involved in just in everything yeah <laughs> except it. for the soundbar thing that's probably you know and, you know he's 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 been through it all so yeah. and Lock and Lewis I don't I you know. I saw a th- I saw a, a, an article. I don't have it in front of me, but I saw an article the other day where the NRL was it was it was talking that uh, along the lines of the NRL not regi- registering uh, the next contract for him over this uh, you know soundbar business. Yeah, wow. I, I just look. I don't condone what he did. Yep. And I I, I don't know. I have a problem. If that action results in him not being able to have a contract registered, 
Well, when you and see you guys like some glaring know, examples of people that, like your Zane Tatavanos and your Adam Fanua Blakes, who mm. have Dylan, done, convicted, Dylan served Walker, their fucking Matt served Lodge. their time. No, but see, Dylan Walker, he no, because he skated on it though. See, he didn't get done. But I mean, like you got guys like Adam Fanua Blake and Zane Tatavano who did the crime, did the punishment. Actually, and then yeah, walk straight yeah. and walk straight back in, yep. you know, straight but after. You, you know. got to remember though, there are also differences between, you know, what what things has the NRL always been the most stern about? Gambling, match fixing, yeah, mm. yeah, like shit that relates directly to them. Mm. So, as an employer or as a, you know, con- contracting um, financier, Audio, I guess, yeah. they have. Um, they have massive say. So, Glenn, what, what would you do if somebody, uh, like you gave someone a, a laptop and they sold that on eBay? Yeah, zero, zero tolerance. Exactly. What would, you, place, what, yeah. what would you do if somebody hit their wife and then said, you know, look, I've done something terrible. I need to go to jail for six months. You know, or I have been to jail for six months three years ago. But they were perfect for the position, or you'd already had them employed for six months and then found out you can't fire them. Yeah, fair. That's you know? a fair point. And I'm not saying it's right, mm. but he like the the employment laws or the the laws of engagement that the NRL work under are fucking scarily tied to actual just you know, normal business labour laws. Mm. So, so they have less power for things that don't directly affect them. So, you know, yeah. Belt your wife. Career over. As long as she's, as long as she's carrying a baby, and not an NRL fucking iPad. Yeah. So, as long as you don't kick the sound bar itself. Yeah, that's it. Right, so you got some control over your kicks. So, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You could belt your wife. Record it and play it through that soundbar. Provided you didn't move it from where it was supposed to be. That's yeah. it. Now the, the the last thing I've got here, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a shitload of news, but um, we starting to get to that period of time where it is just transfers and this and that. But um, I saw one today where John Bateman is looking to come back to the NRL less than a year after walking out in the Raiders for homesickness to go back to England. Now, from what I understand. His uh, partner, who I think he met over here, and so she's from Canada. She's homesick and wants to. She's homesick now and wants to return to Australia. Oh, God. And uh, like from all reports, hang on, wasn't the uh, thing he, that, that she was pregnant and they needed support with the baby? Or am I thinking of another homesick? Was that her? Person? Or was that? Or was that George? Williams? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. It's I think hard that to keep was track George of fucking English. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but in any case, he's been over there playing for Wigan and uh, and. You know, my, my my friends who who watch the English Super League reckon he hasn't been going that great anyway over there. So it looks like he, you know, it's a possibility that he may come back to the NRL next year. Anyway, long way around, but um, the West Tigers are emerging as a potential destination for John Bateman. Look, look you no can easily... Yet, there's there's no everyone's yet, linked to the but, West Tigers, don't you know? Every, every player... That's looking for a club wants to come and play for the West Tigers until it comes time yeah, to sign yeah, for the I West Tigers, and then no one does. 
I don't, I don't, want to, I don't want to hear your bullshit, and you, you, I don't want to hear you, you, you spiel about, you know, to try and cover things over. If he does, are you interested in taking him at your club, knowing that he was probably the the first cancerous cells that probably killed Canberra's window? It's <laughs> a very interesting question that you put to me. But he was the he was the first carton of Winnie Reds that went to the lungs of the Canberra Raiders <laughs> premiership window, which is now just basically stage four cancer. The thing is, though, if your dick's already starting to rot off, and then you just inject it. Okay, I was I was going down lung cancer, but yeah. okay. <laughs> and then you just inject it with more dick rot. You can't yeah. blame the injection; it was already happening. Wow. Okay. That is so the you're fucking saying, West Tigers. John Bateman is dick rot. Can I just clarify, though? Just so, just so I'm sure we're on the same page. You are saying that the West Tigers have incurable dick cancer right now. <laughs> and that John Bateman would just somehow push them into palliative care or... <laughs> to, to be fair, it's not right now. It's been for the last decade. So they've been stunning and brave fighting against this terminal dick cancer that they've been diagnosed with. Look, it's, it's, a, dick it's a testament to me. I, I feel that dick rot is more accurate because to me that sounds like a hygiene issue. Or like, or like you know, like syphilis in you're, the 1700s. You're in the best position to, to speak on this, Jase. I'll let you talk about what dick rot actually means, but well, I'll talk about on, how it applies to the Tigers. If, if I imagined that, you know, let's say... Um, no need to imagine. Look a magical fairy came down and sprinkled fairy dust on the dick rot bacteria to bring said dick rot to life... Mm. Bateman is not that fairy dust. Well, no, I would have imagined that that looks exactly like what Justin Pascoe did in the last episode of Tales from Tiger Town. So, and he gets um, he got some in his hair, or was that the greys, or was that the dyed orange bit? I don't know. Yeah, what colour is fairy dust? I don't fucking know. But is it the same colour as dick rot? These are questions I have. Here's my thing with, with situations like this, and it may it may be completely genuine. That's fine. But my instant reaction is, oh, geez, that's a very fucking childlike way to behave. And one thing that fills me with joy very much as a parent uh, is calling someone's bluff. So I, I would, would love for the NRL to come back and say that, you know, no, um, you've claimed homesickness previously. Uh, and, and so it would be remiss of us and... We would be breaching our duty of care to you and your mental health uh, to allow you to return here to play in our competition. Um, we can't stop you from returning to Australia, but you will need to find other employment. Thank you very much. Um, good luck. But, Johnny uh, Dick Rot. Now, if the episode is not called Dick Rot, Nathan, you're a fucking coward. That's what I have to say. Oh, look, keep it fucking PG. We don't want the episode titles getting us banned. There's, there are, there are, Come there are up kids. Created, creative. There are kids. There, there, there are kids. There, there are, yeah, very young people and very old people listen to the show. And honestly, yeah. do they need to be assaulted by your fucking filth? Yeah, it's rich, com- rich coming from you, blokes. But and yeah, we're not, please we're not continue even, with we're your not bullshit. We're not even going to call it something like peckeridge. 
because then those kids will be there, you know, wanting to get to the peckerich bit so they can fucking giggle, and all they've got is Unky Glenn talking on about dick rot for 50 minutes. You know? Jesus Christ. I mean, you already ruined fucking so many people's breakfast on Thursday this week with your dick rot talk on Thursday the 2nd of September. <laughs> <laughs> I can see into the future. <laughs> Fruit Loops just fucking vomited everywhere. That's it. <laughs> Grover's eating his all brand just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're into the final round of the regular season. Sad to see it go, to be honest. It's been a fun season so far. Oh, it's been fucking um, tremendous. Final previews. Ba, 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 ba. Da, 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 da. <laughs> da, 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 da. That song was... That song was... was <laughs> you know, He's still you know, going. You know, you have a, you know, you have Make him shut up. He's still going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How, long, how far are you going to take it? Well, he's finished when he's fucking finished. Let the men do his do to do's. No, we're good. Exactly. Like, yeah, and now I can just see you just like just jumping out on the stage like Joe doing a magic show, yeah, doing his crappy magic show. Because <laughs> that's what that song makes me think of now forevermore. Oh, I tell you what, um, that's right up there with thinking it. There's nothing. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh. I'm a triple threat. (laughs) Yacht, you what? (laughs) Podcasting, singing, and STIs. (laughs) Yes, yes. You you could be the the, you could be like the the mustard green wiggle, (laughs) or the camo wiggle, if you will, this evening. Whatever, 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 whatever the color of of of, uh, you know syphilitic fucking (laughs) ejaculate is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm making, I'm ruining people's breakfast. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, that'll, get, that'll clear the last and of it out. I say hi. <laughs> I've been told my jizz burns your eye. <laughs> Thursday night football this week. The Canberra Raiders taking on the Sydney Roosters in Mackay. Right, okay, the Canberra Raiders side. <laughs> my eyes are watering, ironically. When? <laughs> Oh. Now it's time for shush. <laughs> Grown-ups speaking about rugby league. <laughs> Fucking right, I'll be looking forward to hearing them. When do they arrive? <laughs> Nickel Clookstart moves to fullback, so that'll be his first start since he's uh, returned for injury. Bailey Simonson's out with a groin injury, so uh, Jordan Rappiner moves to the five, and Soliola named it lock with Sutton benched. It's the Roosters' side. Uh, Angus Crichton returns from suspension in the back row. Jay Moz, after announcing his retirement this week, he returns in the three. Uh, and Adam Kieran in the four, and Letters comes back at prop. Lachlan Lamb is listed at halfback. Walker's benched. Fletcher Baker suspended. Egan Butcher drops to the bench, and White out of the seventeen. So the equation for this one: Canberra obviously need they need to win this game. Any a loss of any magnitude is pretty much season over, uh, unless and it's not possible the Sharks lose by like. 50, 60 points to, to sort out the differential gap between the two sides and the Titans have to lose the Warriors. Here's the thing for the for the Raiders and the Sharks. Bring, bringing out 
the trusty ladder predictor and I've cleared everything so we don't get fucking cookies spoiling it like we did for the Tigers fans. That's cool. Raven. I've got all I've got all the notes here for these the finals equation if you want. Ah, <laughs> you don't you don't please. need to you don't need Go to add your, you don't need Go to do it. your fucking tigers of four points into the eight with no one <laughs> unassailable fucking this is, a, this is a fucking fourth week in a row where you've done this and the first attempt you had at it was a, was diabolical and you've still well, continued it. Well, I was gonna Look, say if the Canberra's need to the Canberra Raiders need to win, but a win yes. is no guarantee of eighth place because if the Sharks win in the game after this then that'll end Canberra's season. So they can possibly finish 8th, ninth, or 10th, but they need to rely on the Sharks losing and the Titans right. losing. Yes. Um, the Roosters, they have 4th, 5th, or 6th on offer. Uh, if they if they lose this game, they'll end up in 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, if they win, then you know, it depends on what Manly and Parramatta do. But um, but if, if all three uh, sides going for the, the top four win, then on four and against, the Roosters will uh, finish sixth anyway. So it looks, it's looking like it's not set in stone, but yeah, if the Roosters win, it's looking like they'll be playing uh, Mitchell Pearce and, and the Knights in week one of the finals. I think uh, Letters and Crichton are big ins for the Roosters. Huge ins. Huge yeah. ins. Yeah. And I think without them... Then the Raiders would have had a massive, massive show of getting on top of them through the forwards, and then you know getting that momentum, which under the current rules we've seen is is very hard to pull back once teams get on a yep. roll. Um, but with those guys in, I think it nullifies the potential advantage of the Raiders. Um, and then you've got Tedesco. Um, I think Tupo and, and Morris will see a lot of ball. Um, yep. they'll you know. But Kieran's been great for them too, and he's been in too mm. as well. So yeah. you know, yeah. So look, I, I think I think the Roosters will get there. But I mean, the Raiders have been you know, they've been in their games for you know over a month now, haven't they? The Canberra yeah. Raiders but, are um, always in a fucking game. Yeah, I think we, we can say that, and it's actually it's kind of true. At least in the post Origin period of season twenty twenty one, I think I've, I favour the Roosters though. The I do. Sharkies. We'll take on the Melbourne Storm on the early game at um, at, C- and at CBUS this weekend too on this Friday night double header. It is my understanding. I saw an ad on uh, on Facebook or something the other day saying that uh, the kids get in for free asterisk. So I presume it means like you know maybe with you know one free kid for each adult ticket purchase or something. But if you're down that way though, yeah, you know, there's some reasonable games with uh you know finals ramifications. Um, the first of which is the Sharks versus the Storm. Now, the Sharkies side, uh, Metcalf is benched and Moylan starts in the halves. Otherwise, no changes. The Melbourne Storm side, okay. So, Jesse Bromwich is suspended. So, Big Nelson will return there at prop. Uh, Kamakamika is the other prop. Christian Welch is being rested. George Jennings comes back from injury. Um, and so, he'll basically replace Ado Carr, who has the hamstring injury he picked up last weekend. Uh, Nico Hines will start at six. Cameron Munster rested. Fanukin returns at lock. Harry Grant benched, and uh, Brandon Smith going back to hooker. Felice Kafusi and Kenny Bromwich arrested. Chris Lewis and Aaron Penny in aside. Jordan Grant and Riley Jacks on the bench. So, the finals equation here is that um, what have we got here a win for the uh, a, a win for the uh, Sharkies. Provided they don't have to win by too much, because Canberra has somehow, you know, miraculously flogged the Roosters by tons, they'll they'll be that'll that'll be it. They'll be in the eight. A loss, and then you know they rely on 
uh, Canberra losing and the Titans not winning by enough to carry, cover uh, the gap in mm. differential, which I think is around 20. So the Sharks have got to win, though. Storm's bench is light on. Yeah, look, it is. But they're, uh, they're starting side, whilst <laughs> having guys rested, yeah. still has... Jerome Hughes and Nico Hines, who have been two of their better performers in the entire season. Pappenhausen will be another game into his, uh, you know, resumption of play. Still got cheese. Mm. Big Nelson comes back. It's... Look, I always I always find that, you know, Seve is, is, a, is a bit of a weak link. Mm. But, um, yeah, can, can the Sharks exploit him? I think he'll probably have a great game against them and barrel over them. Um and look, it, and like Kamikamika and Asafa Solomon are certainly, yeah, I, I, I feel like they've got it over Toby Rudolph and Aaron Woods too to start. I mean, that's who they're starting with. So. Yeah. I, well, I've I been, agree with you on the bench. I've been disappointed by Rudolph recently. Like he, he came onto the scene and and he he impressed early on, but he just he seems to have gone the cheese route too far. Like he's taken that good-natured larrikin, you know, everyone loves him I, just, I honestly just think that because of the players that they've got at the club, and they've got a couple of, you know, relative handbrakes there, like Aaron Woods and so on, I think yep. he has to play too many minutes, and I think his fitness is not up to, up that, to the, yeah, modern, exactly the modern game. And I don't think he's up to, he's, his fitness is up to like 60 no. minutes in the current game. And that's, and I know we always say, but can you imagine him under the Bellamy regime? Mm. He would be he yeah. would be fit as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't see the Sharks winning this one. Like it's a great no. opportunity for them, and they've got the history. You know the, the yeah. grand final opponents. So there's there's ways to get them up. Yeah. But is Josh Hannay the guy to to inspire them to a win around it? And if he's not the guy to do it off the field, who's the guy to do it on the field? Yeah. Scroll through that side. The only name that comes to mind is is Kennedy, and I think yeah. I don't think he's got the the experience to that's it. to inspire a side to beat Melbourne. Yep. Yeah, and I just don't think Matt Moylan and Braden Trindle are are going to be you know outcraft and outgame manage Jerome Hughes and Nico Hines. Yeah, like Jerome, Jerome Hughes particularly. You know, I don't think Matt Moylan's inspiring anyone unless people you know those people that are somehow born without fucking hamstrings. Um, he's inspiring them that you can actually become yep. a professional athlete you, without do, do you know there is currently uh, a global level sporting event where most you know, or, or a great number of the professional athletes actually don't have hamstrings? That was very fucking insensitive. Thanks, mate. Thanks for pointing that out. Appreciate it. As always, your opinion has been taken on board. <laughs> On board what? The Titanic? (laughs) 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 To remain with the nautical motif of the episode. Yeah, now it does, it does, uh, it it does say, show when with all these restings, it does show that the Melbourne Storm don't really give a fuck about the the minor premiership and uh, having certain players right for the finals is more important to them. Um, But yeah, I still think they'll probably have it all over Cronulla in this game. The Parramatta Eels take on the Panthers, uh, the late game on Friday at Seabus. Now this one, <laughs> oh my god, 
the Parramatta Eels changes for the side. Pretty much fucking everybody. Like, let's be real. Uh, Dunster remains on the wing, and Blake Ferguson remains on the wing, and uh, and you got Opechek and Oldfield in the centres. Hayes Perham in the this fullback. Will Smith captains the side in the six, with Jacob Arthur in the seven. Um, they have like they're fucking resting. Like they're resting everybody. No Moses, no Dylan Brown, no Gutherson. No uh, Papali'i, no Nathan Brown. Like they're resting every, they're resting everyone except maybe like Bryce Cartwright and fucking Sean Lane, and, and Sean Lane's on the bench. So that to me says that they have conceded the race for the top four and are content yeah. to finish fifth or sixth. Yep. The Panthers side, on the other hand, is um at this stage pretty much you know full strength. What we'd expect to see. I mean, you got fish back in the tent. One dollar and three cents. <laughs> yeah, they were paying that last week though too yeah. against the Tigers. As I mean, this should be. But this is like this is if if the Tigers game was a dollar three, then this should be like fucking ninety cents. <laughs> <laughs> you should be punished <laughs> for putting money on them. Um. So yeah, Paramount, Paramount are, Yeah, they fourth is on the table for them. I mean, they have to win the win the game, and and you know, and then they have to hope that the Roosters don't win by too much, and hope that Manly lose. But um, yeah, the the lineup they've chosen is has they, they've all they care about is resting their guys. Hang on, I don't you, even if Manly lose. So if the Raiders win, if the Raiders win, yeah, the Storm win, if yep. the Eels win, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys beat Manly. That'll put the Parramatta Eels in fourth, won't it, by two no. points? Aren't they on the same as Manly and the Roosters? So that that would well, yeah, but their for and against is is insurmountable. Yeah, but if Manly but if Manly lose though, then they're, they're two points behind on the competition ladder. So you know, and Parramatta win. Yeah. If the, if if Eastern if Eastern Parramatta if Eastern Parramatta lose these games, then Manly can't get knocked out of the four, unless they lose by like a hundred. No, no, so. Um, Manly are currently on 34 points. Parramatta are currently on 32 points. Later on, looking at says Manly are on 32. Eels are 32. They're all, yeah, they're all 32. Are, 32. are you looking at your yeah. ladder predictor and you haven't you're cleared your, your fucking predictor. cookies again? <laughs> Fuck's sake, cunt. Your ladder Keep playing with ladder the Tigers. Pre- will be in the eight by the time we're fucking done. Your ladder predictor should be in Tokyo at the moment. I'm looking. I'm looking at the ladder. Hang on, it's man. Got, I I'm pretty sure they're all on the same points, man. It's got Hang Manly on. on 34. No, well, maybe they've maybe they've announced that that game's off because of the foregone conclusion. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. Hang on a minute. Um, no, 32, 32 around for these for those three teams, and that's why that, that's why these Friday, the uh, the Thursday and Friday games are important because if the yeah, Roosters do lose and the Eels do lose, then it doesn't matter what Manly do because they've got a, a significant differential. I think. Yeah, they've got like yeah eighty on on the eels, so points, yeah. yeah, so and yeah, and they've got like over a hundred on the roosters, so they'd have to you know lose by fucking a load. Um, <clears throat> Panthers, oh, Panthers, I think they want the minor premiership. I mean, the signals to me that you know, maybe, and also that they probably they probably value getting an extra week of having Cleary back and you know the combination and confidence yeah. and all that sort of thing. Um, 
I think that's more more closer to the point than than the minor premiership. And whilst you'd never say say no to to an accolade like that, I think it's more about well, hang on, we've we've had a bunch of our fucking players out for a long time. Yeah, we need some runs on the board as a unit. Yeah, um, more more so than ooh. We, we can get the minor premiership here because for them to get the minor premiership, the Storm still have to lose. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, but they will know, yeah, they will know before they run out, but, you know, they've got to announce their team, so. Yeah. And they don't have, it's not like they've got these nobodies, you yeah, know, from spoiled. 18 to 21 in the lineup either. I mean, they've got guys that have spent time, and you know, like Mitch Kenny and stuff that have spent a you know, significant amount of time on the field this year anyway. Yep. Um, so yeah, Panthers can finish first, second, or third, and it all just depends on win or lose and the differential, you know, they're in. Uh, looks like they're probably going to be playing South so in week one, and I think that's a lineup that they, yeah, that's a that's a result that they'd probably be pretty happy with, given the fact that they they yeah beat South recently. Uh, yeah, South is dealing with all the Latrell stuff as yep. well. I yeah. think yeah, they're probably they're, they're a pretty pretty desirable matchup. I think for a top four matchup. That's it. Um, the Broncos take on the Knights. On uh, Saturday afternoon at Suncorp, uh, the Broncos side. I am uh, not seeing the changes there, but it looks like it looks like the regular fucking side. Hang on a minute, let me just scroll down again. Yeah, there we go. Flegler and, um, and Piakura out suspended. Uh, Bullimore comes in for Flegler. Reese Kennedy comes in for uh, for Piakura. Uh, Ricky returns to the back row with Rabadi benched, and uh, Pegs and Mead take the final two bench spots. The Newcastle Knights side. Clamour returns from suspension. Uh, Jacob Saifidi gets a rest. Jaden Braley and Mitch Barnett also get a rest. Uh, Chris Randall and Brody Jones start with instead of those guys. Stafford Toa replaces Heimel Hunt. And Crosland and Jones are the new bench players. So the Knights are the one team, I think, in the whole final scenario where nothing changes no matter what. They're going to finish seventh no matter what happens in this game. Okay. And so yep. they are rightly resting some players for what's uh, coming ahead. The Broncos, on the other hand... 14th or 15th, they're playing for nothing. Uh, and look, I think the Knights aren't resting the pieces that are the most important to them. I, I think they still want to keep building on the uh, on the you know Ponger and Pierce and Clifford spine combination. Yep. And uh, I think Pierce yeah, Pierce would be better for the extra run anyway, rather than resting him. Yeah. 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 That's it. Because this is only they've only had like this will probably be what the fourth game in a row maybe where they've had the yeah. the, the spine relatively intact and I mean yep. they are they are giving um you know Braley a, a a rest but I think it's more important though to get Ponger involved with the other two. Uh, uh, I, mean, I expect the Knights to to blast out of the blocks and have a really solid forty minutes um, in the first half um, and and probably put the game out of the Broncos' reach uh, and then I think you'll see. Some of those guys get an early mark. <clears throat> yeah, the, look, the, the Knights are favourites for a reason, but I still think there's some danger in this game for them. Yeah, I agree. Their their Achilles heel recently has been completely of their own doing, and it's things like handling and and poor choices to end sets. You know, for the most part, Mitchell Pearce has done a good job steering them around the park, but it's when the play breaks down and it gets away from him that they can do some truly fucking stupid things. And yeah, the Broncos for you know, their season as a whole has been an absolute abortion, but they have been improving recently. And 
you look at what they can do when when it seems that there's no pressure on the fucking players. Like Anthony Milford's last two games, yeah, have, have been the best since he came from Canberra. Or best, yeah, so. best, best, you know, since the 2015 season, let's say. I mean, where he did, you know, they did take the side of the grand final when he would have won the Clive Church. Yeah, fair call. Fucking, <laughs> you know, I, feel, I, I want to say that was probably a better game. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. season, but yeah. But yeah, no, it's, his best, it's you could you'd certainly be correct in saying he's be, his best performance in years. Yeah. Um, yeah, certainly so, back-to-back as well. So so th- this is by no means a sure thing for the Knights. I still think no. they'll get it, but they're going to actually have to, to work for it. Yep, yep. And if they and if they do regress to some of their, you know, some of their, their lower tendencies, then mm-hmm. I think the Broncos have a bit of confidence and, you know, feel a lot better about the way they've been playing the last sort of month and a half. Yeah, that's it. The, you know, last game, you know, last game for Alex Glenn, Home crowd on an afternoon, not a Friday night. Yeah, yep. you know these sorts. Of, the Broncos do tend to, to play better under those sorts of circumstances. Yeah, uh, but I still think Newcastle will win. I mean, they yeah, at the end of the day, they've got finals to play, and they want to, you know, they're they're up against it anyway. Week one of the finals, so yeah, they need to get right. Yep. Uh, the Cowboys take on the mighty Manly Sea Eagles. Uh, the Cowboys playing for nothing. Ruben Cotter's out. Cohen Hess returns at prop, which allows Tamalolo to move to lock. Although I heard that the reason why he was named in the 10 last week was an issue of jersey sizes. Okay. <laughs> so, Slip so on I don't know how true. Less, boys. I, Fuck. Yeah, I don't know how true that is, but yeah. Okay, uh, the Manly side. Uh, Kepi and Paseca return on the bench with uh, Sipley and Sirenen dropping to the reserves. Um, Cowboys, same as Broncos, 14th or 15th. It just depends on which one of them win and, and how much. Um, Manly... We'll know on Friday whether they need to win to finish fourth, but I'd imagine that they'd want to they'd want to win anyway. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, could finish fourth to sixth, you know, through the out the scenario based on those wins in the earlier games. Although we do know that the Roosters will you know probably win and the Eels will most certainly lose. Um, so I say mainly looking at fourth or fifth, depending on the result of this game. But it's closest to the full strength that they're going to have, I think. Finally. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about it on the show that fucking the state of refereeing in this day and age though. With there was an incident there where there was a um a doggies a doggies player gets tackled and he sort of he's on his back or whatever he goes to play the ball the ball comes out and they like knock on and they're like you know challenge challenge so they yeah. go to challenge it and then the and then the bunker comes back and goes uh, Sean Kepi has tried to strip the ball so therefore it's a you know, the challenge is successful and it's, you know, it's, a, it's a penalty to the doggies. The only problem is Sean Kepi had to leave the bubble to attend the birth of his child and he hadn't spent his time back on the sidelines. So on that in that game, he was on the sideline as the ball boy and the referee's like, Sean Kepi's stripping the ball and he's like, Fair he's standing on the sideline going, the fuck, man, I'm not even playing. Fair enough to strip the ball as a ball boy. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking funny though. Um, yeah, Manly win well and uh, get this finals party started right. Um, the uh, Rabbitohs take on the Dragons in the uh, second last game of the round, mm. Saturday night, Sunshine Coast Stadium. If you're a Rabbits or Dragons Queensland-based fan, I would urge you to go. It's, uh, it's a fucking great stadium. Are, to watch you, footy. are you just completely discounting the Tigers game? Uh, did I skip through? No, the Tigers game's not there yet. I said it's the second last game and Tigers is last, right? Oh, no, it's not. Okay, there's a couple more. Sorry. I jumped ahead. 
Um, I would never uh, discount the Tigers game. It's, hang on. Yeah, Man no. Manly Cowboys. Oh, yeah, no. Then, 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 then you guys dragons. go through it. And when you the dragons, then dragons, then the Titans, and then the, then and, the Tigers. Correct. Then yeah. the Tigers. Yeah. No, I did. I, did, I, I, I miscounted. Um, sorry, the third last game, Glenny. The Rabbits and the, and, the, and the Dragons at Sunshine Coast Stadium, which, before I was rudely interrupted, I was urging people to most certainly go and watch the games there. It's fucking great. Um, okay, so the Rabbits. They've got uh, Taffy replacing uh, Latrell Mitchell. Reynolds, Gagai, and Cook are all out. Johnston, Walker, Murray, and Arrow all dropped to the reserves, which means they're probably not going to fucking play either. Correct. Um, Ilias is the new half, alongside uh, Benji. And uh, he's promoted to the starting 5-8th role. Milne and Burns come into the back line. And Mamu Zelos replaces Cook at hooker. And uh, Margo is prop. Nichols moves to lock and gets the captaincy after his two-try hero effort last week. <laughs> Liam Knight, like Latrell, is suspended. Uh, Tom Burgess gets a rest. And um, the Rabbitohs, it's fair to say, don't give a fuck about the result of this game. They're very content to finish in uh, second or third. <laughs> Um, especially given the fact that there's no such thing as home ground advantage in this final series yeah, because you're, you're just going to get flung to some Queensland destination um, okay so the dragon side Beal replaces Lomax in the back line Farmer replaces Ford on the bench and I've already had dragons fans messaging me this afternoon and yesterday afternoon Corey Norman in a game that means nothing is still named in the seven <laughs> still <laughs> so the Dragons, depending on all this other, all the other goings on, they could finish 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th. Um, their finals chances ended a fortnight ago, of course. Uh, the the Rabbitohs, as we said, they can finish second or third. But yeah, in any case, if they win, they might be able to finish second. If they lose, then they finish third. Um, next, I, mean, I assume we don't have to say that the Souths are going to win this oh, game, fuck. even though they haven't got anybody on the field, right? Got, Despite no, the it, fact that they're running out the North Sydney Bears, they're still going to win against the Dragons, right? Correct. You know, to be honest, I mean, I, the Dragons probably have have a reasonable chance given that they have named what for them under the Griffin Ball era is kind of like full strength-ish with the exception of Zach Lomax. So, yeah, you know, look, they're not without a chance. They're not, they're not. But I can't make promises for the Dragons fan base that... That I can't. That I can't. Your ego can't write checks that the dragons can't cash. Well, I, I <laughs> exactly. hope that Corey Norman has an absolute fucking wow of a game, and Anthony Griffin fucking reneges on his decision and resigns him to another two-year deal. Because fuck the dragons, I, the ideal, and fuck their fans. The ideal situation is, uh, is you get someone like Benji kicks a field goal. The, the Rabbits take a, a, a one-point lead going into the last 35 seconds of the game. The Dragons have got a kickoff and like three tackles maybe max to get downfield. They do it, they get downfield, and then fucking Corey Norman smacks a 40-meter, a a two-point two field, a two-pointer. Yeah. But he smacks it from like, you know, 55. Like, he absolutely fucking clubs it. And, uh, and uh, they win by one. And uh, and then the Dragons fans have to pretend to like Corey for a brief moment. The Gold Coast Titans take on the Warriors at Seabus on Sunday afternoon. The Titans side, Fodawaka starts at prop. Tino goes to lock. McIntyre benched. 
the Warriors. Harris DeVita returns into halves. Chad Townsend is out. Bunty Afford drops off the bench with Tanoa Brown replacing him. Probably going to be a dead rubber by the time that um, this actually occurs. Yeah. Uh, if Cronulla or Canberra win in the early games, then the Gold Coast are done for the season. If both of them lose, though, then the the Titans can pull a bit of a Stephen Bradbury and uh, get into the finals. But they need to... It's just so much shit that needs to happen. They need to rely on Cronulla and Canberra both losing. And then they need to bridge a differential gap against Cronulla. And so if Cronulla get absolutely slaughtered, then it helps, you know, it might help the Titans out. But uh, whatever that differential is, they need to get it, they get over that. But um, the Titans, yeah, they could finish 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, but they're, you know, in all likelihood going to, you know, stay above 11th because it requires the Warriors to destroy them. Yeah. Um, surely the Gold Coast get the win here, right? At home, last game of the season, fairly like fairly full strength side considering what they're trotting out at the moment. There's the potential for some serious NRL chaos, like given the resting and and different things around. Yeah. I think this game to me is still the hardest to pick, as right. in it's one that the Titans should obviously win, and and when they're up against teams of you know sort of equal quality to them, they've been very good this year. But then the Warriors have had those games where they they come out and just you know put put together the the best possible Warriors eighty minutes, yeah, and take games that they shouldn't. So I think I think this, um, you know the factors that are, are most dangerous for the for the Warriors in their favour is the fact that a they can play with that sort of reckless abandon, you know, and and purely for mm. spoiling the Titans' party, so to speak. And, the, and they've got the talent, you know, in Walsh and um, Harris Tavita. They've certainly got um, forward pack to compete with the Titans. Um, yep. And, yeah, I, <laughs> I think this will be a, a pretty tightly contested game. I will tip the Titans, though. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I, I, the best thing that could happen for this game is have the Titans have a chance like for the pur- for the purpose of NRL chaos, having the yeah. Titans need have, having the Titans have that that scenario where they win, and then there's a certain amount of you know margin they're chasing, yep to to get into the finals. That's the for the for the for the entertainment value of the game. That's the best thing that we could ha- that could that could happen for it. Yeah, you know, and look, it's not impossible. I mean, you know, there's a very good chance that the sh- both the Sharks and the Raiders lose. It's a very good mm. chance. Yep. So um, yeah, but that's that's the scenario I want to see. Um, still, I still think the like that chance of the Raiders, uh, the Sharks winning, that's what gets me about all of this. Yeah, just don't think it's going to happen. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, they they, they given to the restings, they do have a chance, and Canberra have an even better chance. Yeah, mm. I think just in terms of you know the the, the opposition they're playing, um, the final game. Of the season, regular season, the West Tigers take on the uh, the Bulldogs back at uh, at Old Dolphins at Morton Daly again. Yeah. Sunday afternoon, Glenn, you going down there? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, Have you bought your tickets? No, I haven't yet. Are you going to buy them? Are you going to buy them there, or are you going to uh, get them in advance? No, I'll probably get them in advance. Yeah, so. let me know before you get them though, because I, like, I'm I'm going uh, away this weekend, but I'll probably be back up by 
the yeah, time okay. that game's going to start. So I'm thinking I might come down as well, yeah. just for just for some rugby league because I I can't fly up to fucking Townsville to watch Manly this weekend. So and I'm and this I've already become spoiled by the watching footy every single weekend yeah. thing. <laughs> it's only it's, it's been like a month and a half or something. Um, it's a shame okay, that so, you know it's Father's Day, Jackson's birthday. Um, it's just a shame that Michael Maguire's decided to rest Adam Dury and Dane Laurie uh, from this game. We won't see a full strength Tigers outfit destroying the the Bulldogs. But um, I thought Arnott's decided to rest them. <laughs> Wasn't Major's decision. <laughs> <laughs> now, Moe is going to be a fullback. Fucking great mate With to his all. Mates. Um, <laughs> yeah. For all his mates. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, the, the, the only, like, Tuolangi replaces Seafarth. That's that's it, and that's on the bench. So there's yeah, barely any difference in the West Tiger side that, that came out there and really stuck it to the Panthers last weekend. Um, the Doggies. Corey Plodell replaces <laughs> the injured Matt Dory. And uh, Napa returns. However, he's in the 20, so he probably won't get a game. Uh, Jeez. The brave Doggies from last weekend. Brave but hopelessly outclassed West Tigers. Just needed that little kick from from Dewey. And they won't have that this week again either. No. But you saw both of these teams run you saw both of these teams run around last weekend before your very eyes. You can't. You couldn't you you know, in your right mind, you couldn't tip against the Tigers in this game. Why? And you can't say because they're always in a fucking game. game. Well, they are always in a fucking game. The West Tigers are a fucking good team. Most (laughs) Zimbai and all his mates come out. Do you know the thing? Their result at the end of the year wouldn't be that different if they were actually never, like literally never in a game. (laughs) Well, to be fair, that's because they haven't been in most games. They've rarely been in a game this season. (laughs) Well, they've physically been there. I'm saying that they just weren't physically there. (laughs) It wouldn't have been too different a season. Um, Do you have any information on from the inside, Glenny, about whether or not they found their why? Because I think that's a big factor for this one. Well, the why has to be because they're paid to do this and run out and play a game of rugby league at a certain level, probably you know, not a high level, but probably high enough to beat the dogs. I put it to you that uh, that why has been there for the duration of the season and hasn't fucking helped them <laughs> so far. I just wish the Tigers would find I think they're just talking about another why. why don't that why's not good enough to give problem. me another one. They need to find the their problem why is not. They, they, well, they keep paying them. Maybe if they stopped paying them, they'd go away. <laughs> and then you'd be able to get some better players. As someone that fucking trotted out the, the fucking NRL and, and the... Relevance of workplace laws. Now you just want them to stop paying their fucking employees. Jesus. What are they going to do? Seriously, find their why the like, fuck aren't you paying me? <laughs> like not Noffer would be, you know, he'd whinge about yes, being entitled to money. He deserves a paycheck. I, I reckon a, a judge or a magistrate would look at that and go, oh, not sure. So it's probably the tiger's best option. Just stop paying. Them. Well, that'd be fair. The judge would probably be happy to adjudicate, but David would probably be about 15 metres to the left of the courthouse and wouldn't actually be able to attend. By this stage, Justin Pascoe's a crazy cat lady, except it's with players, not cats. Well, you could have made use, yeah, he make like use of all those dongers once the centre of excellence is built and the fucking 
you know, they start their relationship with the female soccer team that they're renting it off. Are yeah. we slapping dongers with the female soccer team? <laughs> So you saying? Not, not where I was going, but uh, <laughs> I would imagine those dongers are going to be filled with Justin Pascoe's cats. Yeah, he looks right. like he smells like cat piss. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I hope. I, um, yeah, I hope the West Tigers. If these cunts can't win money. a game on Father's Day, and not that Jackson is a Tigers fan, but on my son's birthday when we travel to fucking Penrith by the sea and probably encounter another domestic dispute. Fucking Jesus. And they're playing the dogs. Why does um why why does Jackson, a Broncos fan's birthday, have any bearing no, it on doesn't. all this fucking game? It doesn't. It just should be a happy day. He probably wants he probably wants to see the doggies fucking win for his birthday. So so what's the more powerful so he can magic? Sledge his dad. <laughs> yeah, what's the more powerful magic? Father's Day or birthday magic? <laughs> There you go. That, that, uh, that's your answer. Tigers by 40. Jesus Christ. Bulldogs by six. T. Fuck off, come Well, man, they put on some good tries against Manly. I was saying fuck he... off to them winning by 60. Well, are you saying that the Tigers' defense is equal of Manly, a top four side? Or which part of their defence? They'll have the same number of players in the defensive line. What does that count for? Well, that's what I'm asking you. <laughs> but honestly, with 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 Nofer just off with the fairies, I mean, do they have the same amount of players in the defensive line, or do they only have yeah. fucking twelve? And we we alluded we alluded to it. Does Ockenball match up with him? Um, Are they on the no. same side of the field? Oh. No. Unless, That's unless, uh, unless Madge pulls the sheeniest thing and, and thinks that maybe yeah, just, he'll just hide an offer over on the other side for yeah, one okay. week. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be Kenny. Well, imagine, imagine being hidden from Jade Nockenbor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, you know, who knows? Who know? Who know? Who knows? Nofa, what goes through I'm just going to put this long wig and a in a school uniform, a female school uniform on you, and just <laughs> hide you over here, mate. He'll never fucking find you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, he won't run into a gap next to you. <laughs> he might run into your gap, but. Mailbag time. Let's go. Uh, well, yeah, very topical to the Titans game we were just uh, speaking about uh, a couple of games ago. But uh, Matthew says, why the fuck didn't we pick Marzu? And uh, he's supplied a graphic there that has uh, Greg Marzu, uh, winger on the right-hand side for the Titans, until he was dropped after the Storm game a couple of weeks ago. Um, fifth on the table for average run meters in a game. Narrowly behind Dil- Dylan Edwards. Four meters behind Dylan Edwards. So... Uh, Look, Marzu, half of those meters for Dylan Edwards are fucking spent running backwards, catching the fucking balls that he's dropped. Yeah, so I think I think with Marzu, I mean, yeah, he's seen. We, I mean, we, I remember even speaking about him in that Storm game, how he, yeah, he scored that first try and basically barged his way over through like two or three Storm players. And yeah, that's it. Problem was, Fox got a double, you know, on him. And um, look, I don't, I don't think the the true barometer of how good a winger is is if they got fucked up by Fox or not. Because, you know, 
he'll do that to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll do that he to will. players. Um, but yeah, so for whatever reason, he seems to be on the outer though. And uh, that's that's the second week or third week in a row, I think, that he's been uh, uh, not selected by Holbrook. Um, and in favour of Brian Kelly and in particular. Like, well, Brian Kelly would the centre inside him though, right? And... Um, it's like, is it Sammy that he put the day replaced him with? Sammy, or? no, no. Sammy was, wasn't Marju, or sorry, Herbert was, he put Marju over on the wing, yeah. so it would have been Sammy's position. Yeah. Because you couldn't, you couldn't take Corey Thompson out of the side. Yeah, that's it. So it's yeah. in favour of Sammy. Yeah. Right, now Joey says, how much will Para beat the Panthers by? Discuss. Negative, <laughs> negative, negative fucking 56. Second fifty burger of the season coming up on the Panthers on the para. Yeah. At least. I mean, there's like honestly. Honestly, I mean, this is like the baby eels situation. Oh, so, yeah. so like you know, so yeah, the Glenny Dicks. You know, they'll 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 call them affectionately. And uh, <laughs> and will they get up over the much fancied opposition? <laughs> well, the real Glenny Dick doesn't tend to do that often, so <laughs> Gets uh, up all the time, just no one notices. It sounds like a shit tourist destination in Scotland. Glenny Dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not going to fucking. It's a pretty uh, small place and it smells funny. Daniel, I'm not going to discuss that one. We've discussed your fucking team enough, being the Knights. Okay, so Grover says, uh, okay, club's binning the last round because finals is the goal. Yay or nay? Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I don't care. 100%. At, at any stage, do whatever the fuck you want. It's yeah. your team, you know? I mean, shit, I mean, Bellamy, you know, this year's been a little bit forced, I suppose, but, you know, in previous years, he's sort of, you know, done post-origin rest periods and then yep. leading up to the finals rest periods. So, That's yeah, it. look, I, I don't have any problem with it. The clubs don't, I mean, if they're just, you know, using players out of their top 30 and they're not trying to get dispensations to pull kids up into games that, because they're tanking them, then, like, I, you know, i got no issue at yeah. all. That's it. You know, you want, I mean, like, has this round of football been, you know, diminished in quality? You know, we'll judge afterwards. I mean, probably, yeah, it probably has. But, you know, does it mean that the finals are going to be better because star players are rested and ready to roll? You know, that's a trade-off. The Roosters getting fined 40K, even though Annesley agreed with every comment made by Robbo. Why didn't the other clubs be so bold when they've been fucked over this season? Scared of having to pay the fine? Oh, and you've seen you've seen Ricky, Ricky's yeah. been saying things and sending texts and stuff yeah. to to the NRL. Again, it's a dance. It's the yep. dance that they have to do. Yep. So he had to come out because his player was severely injured. The mm-hmm. NRL had to come out and find him because of what he said. But then Annesley had to come out and say what actually should have happened. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah exactly. It's kind of like why you why you can't actually go and make a citizen's arrest. Hmm. Nathan says uh, eight teams, 180-ish players, all in southeast Queensland. Mad Monday. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I did see something from uh, on the news headlines uh, earlier tonight where the NRL has basically said, shit's changed. Those days are gone. Do yeah, anything and you are going to get absolutely fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, well, the, th- the thing is... It's going to be more disruptive for finals teams, I reckon, because you've got a situation where 
you know, they've grouped a couple of teams that like, you know, Manly are up at um, Twin Waters, I think, with Storm and maybe East. So probably not an issue there. That's three teams that are focused on finals. Well, but then you've got like... North as well, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, yeah. And you've, you've got... So you've got these clusters of teams at different venues. So if you've got like teams that are in the finals at a resort and then there's like two to three teams that are mad Mondaying at the same resort. Those <laughs> resorts are, pr- are basically closed off just for the use of the NRL, right? Yeah. So the players could, con- could could conceivably have a great time and get drunk and stuff and, and not have it, you know, leak out to the world due to the bubble. I mean, like his journalists aren't going to be in there unless they're flying drones over and shit. Um, so they could conceivably have a good time at their resort. And uh, yeah, they could. But yeah, yeah. Well, do, has there been any actual official word on on what happens? Like, I don't think Queensland would kick them out, like as in the Queensland government. But, right. But are they going, well, okay, as, as soon as we're locked, knocked out, we're, we're going to go get home. straight back? Yeah. Is there... But what, quad- if, what if they bring someone in, you know, a la Appy or... Um, you know, bring someone from outside the bubble in, and that's a that's a breach of the protocol. And there happens to be a finals team staying at the same resort. Oh <laughs> right, yeah, you're talking like a civilian come brought into the yeah in, yeah 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that's a that's the danger, isn't it? Because this is the thing that, that will f- that will fuck things up. Because it's not nece- the issue is not necessarily the teams going home or getting kicked out and going back to Sydney. Yeah. The issue is if they no longer have responsibilities underneath the NRL bubble because the NRL season has ended that's for it. them. They they can just go out and get fucked up at shooters and and you know and like, that's that's what I was referring to. Yeah. So are they going to go? Well, okay, we're straight back to to Sydney or, yeah. or wherever we're going. Are there any quarantining requirements coming from Queensland into New South Wales? Don't think so, no. I don't think so. Okay. So, so yeah, it's the other way around, yeah. Um, the other thing is um, that could put, not a dampener on, I would never say it's a dampener, but something that may restrict the level of celebration and perhaps type of celebration at Mad Monday 2021 is the fact that the wives and kids are there as well. Yep. So the young dad rolling back into their small apartment <laughs> <laughs> or hotel room, absolutely fucking blind. <laughs> well, the the other thing is, are there any non rugby league personality or um, people in these resorts? I think they're booked out for the clubs in question. So then, by that logic, as part of the biosecurity, it'd, I'd almost assume it would be that when your club's knocked out, you're you're gone unless they've factored in there, you know, a, a recovery period or a yeah, a, a certain period afterwards. But if you're not yeah. partaking in the NRL season anymore, yeah, outskis, you, you're I, free to I'm go and book and, something else. But yeah, hmm. I'll try and tap some people and see what I can find out. Anyway, yeah, interesting. How it's, what's going to happen? Um, David says, "Why are we cursed with such stupid pricks as rugby league journalists? How can anyone write an article with a straight face asking why are the dogs purging twelve players?" <laughs> The question yeah. you should not be asking is why are we cursed with such dumb fucks as journalists. It the, the, all they are doing is filling a gap. It is fucking how how the market works. If people stop clicking on their shit, then then they they stop having incentive to have it written. Unfortunately, the media outlets run the game. 
And so that won't change. Do you reckon, you know, some of these guys, and there's some that I would 100% say this doesn't apply to, um, but do you think that, you know, these journalists that have come up thinking, you know, gone through, you know, their education and their early years in the, in the game and um, working for media outlets and stuff and that, you know, operating with integrity, and then all of a sudden now you've got to hit a quota of space for an article and you're like, oh, fuck, the best I can come up with is the dogs purging a list of fucking players when really what I want to say is why aren't they purging their entire playing list and and they're just cringing away typing it because, you know, that's what the man demands and the space and the, you know, X amount of words. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure that that would be there, but I would suggest that over that publication there are you know, KPIs that need to be hit and they understand the best way to do that. They would have stats on that mm. and they would understand which club's fans click. They would understand what they click on, be it positive or negative. Yeah. Uh, they would understand what fans of other teams, you know, via cookies, um, click on. And look, it, it, mate, it, it's similar. I've, I've had points in my career... Like I've worked a long time in finance and you come into it with with these young ideals of, okay, I'm going to help people and, and do these things and really make a difference and, and keep this great capitalist machine of ours rolling. And later on, you find yourself going, well, fucking how, how close to non-predatory behavior can I come without losing my job? Mm. Because at the end of the day, you're right, there's quotas and you have to do this and you have to do that. And, um, you know, I'm I'm sure that most journalists are people of morals and and with integrity. But but at the end of the day, if you want to work in the industry, you've got to play by the rules. Yeah, so. I had a, a guy from News give us a proposal um, for some marketing and advertising um, for the business, and some of the stuff they can track digitally and and things that they can can do within that obviously significant resources available to them um, for a cost to the customer yep. um, is pretty fucking outrageous. <laughs> like, you know, like you say, like drilling down to, yep. you know, we, you know I, we will understand what your demographic is, what your target market is, who they are, what they like, what they click on, why they click on it. Fucking yep. it's just, and we'll tailor your entire campaign around that now imagine what a finance company that has not only all of your online behavior but all of your spending behavior knows yeah. about you mentally yeah it's why I did you Mental. know i don't know if you watched that um the netflix doco on the the privacy stuff no about the the, oh, the social network one or that's yeah. it and and essentially people are freaking out thinking their phone's listening to them you know how like you you talk about stuff or you're with somebody and then the next day it, it comes yeah, up on you get phone mad about it yeah and people think that it's listening to you it's it's actually far scarier than that and just based on what they know about you or based on what we're giving them for free mm. they they're scarily good at just predicting our behavior mm. like if, if they were just listening that's fine because yeah. that's that's <laughs> the guy said it's dumb technology you know that's something listening for words putting them together 
giving you something based on that, but it's actually predicting your behavior. Yeah. So, mental. Mm. Um, In short, fuck journalists. Yes. Oh, this one from Ben. He said, uh, why would the Eels finally play themselves into some sort of form and then rest everyone one week out from the finals? Why would you not aim for fourth place? Surely two shots at the final four is better than one. It is, and I'll take it even further, Ben. The fourth place finish for the Eels, if they were to somehow get it, would put them up against the Storm, a team they've beaten two out of two times this season. So is there a better round one matchup mentally for a side? Yeah. This is, you know, like th- there isn't. So th- so the answer is that when you want to know why they did all this, the answer is cowardice. Well, Absolute if, fucking cowards. If they honestly believe that they can, that they have the wood on the storm, mm. then you would be definitely shooting for fourth spot and yep. you would be definitely up for that contest. Mm-hmm. But any club that worships and enlists Clinton Gutherson as their spiritual leader or otherwise um, clearly doesn't know what the fuck to believe in, um, let alone themselves. Um, I think strategically it's pretty fucking ordinary from Arthur. And given the form they were in before last week's match, mm-hmm. yep, it's fucking crazy in my opinion. Yep. yep. To- to me, Arthur strikes me as the guy who, once he's got a plan, once like once he's set things the way it's supposed to be, mm. I, I don't see a lot of variance or I don't see a lot of capacity to, to be nimble in him. Even if the lemmings are falling off the fucking cliff, and, and this just is what, keep them coming. <laughs> and he would have predicted them to be easily in the top four. Mm. Mm. So I, I think this is just a long-term plan that they had to rest people for the finals and he's just not taking into account the difference in position from where they assumed they'd be to where they actually are. Mm. I just reckon it's, I think it's it's more the fact that they probably see the Manly game as a foregone conclusion and then whatever they do doesn't matter, so why not rest guys? But also that they'll probably end up playing like, well, it's either the eighth-place team yet to be determined or, or the Knights. And it's probably like there's a disrespect level in there too, where they're like, it doesn't fucking matter which one of those two it is. Yeah, but like but even got, if we got them covered about and we're in the second week, you're talking about the fact that they need fucking more time together. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's that's right. They do. Well, yeah, and I why? think and, and like after a month or over a month of losing, I mean, there's no way he's he he'd be thinking the same way he was, you know, eight weeks ago. Yeah. The after way like playing... after after some absolute like you know they got fucking smashed by fifty by Manly like three weeks ago. Yep. Like that's and like that is something that you know the, the, there's actions you know that need to be taken. I would be giving them a week to fine tune and and yeah you know, extend on what they did last week. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Absolute cowardice. Um, Isaac said, as a Knights fan, who would you rather face in the finals, Roosters or Eels? This time last week was an easy answer. Obviously, you'd want the Eels last week, but then you think, okay, we get it. They did outplay the Storm pre- you know, fairly comprehensively. As not a Knights fan, I want to see him play the Roosters just so we can have like a, the, the Mitchell the Pierce, Pierce narrative. the Roosters yeah. narrative play out. Um, but yeah, okay. So if yeah, Detroit- I say the Roosters. Yep. Yeah. I think the potential basement 
of I'd still, I mean, is lower than yeah. the Roosters. Mm. Yeah, oh, like I think, I think no matter what, I'd rather, I'd rather face the Eels because I just see them as an easier, an easier game. Yeah. Um, but you know, is that you know, they don't have Tommy Turbo, so maybe that's mm. not the case. Yeah, that's them. true. Um, um, who knows? Arthur might decide it's a good idea to rest fucking players in week one of the finals as well. Yeah, just in, in preparation for his big week two clash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, James said uh, Hastings watch. Outplayed by Robert Louis and a hooker playing at seven. Nilled at home for the first time in 30 years whilst enjoying a man advantage for 20 consecutive minutes. Are you excited, Glennie? Because this was some breakfast club shit. <laughs> yeah, but how did he play? You know, like you can't. He was this outplayed by thing. Robert Louis and a hooker playing seven. Yeah, well, fuck. Nilled at home for the first Have time in 30 Robert years. Robert Louis played with the efficiency of a fucking sliding glass door being repeatedly opened and closed multiple times I think over the telling, and over again. The telling thing is that his team ended up on nil whilst enjoying a man advantage for 20 consecutive minutes of the game. Okay, so you've answered my question. Clearly he didn't play well. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, which means he's going to fit in at the Tigers just, <laughs> just fucking fine. Uh, well, he's got, he's saw, got, he's got months some... to find his why. So uh, I, saw, I saw some interesting takes on how he fits in, and um, some of that is dependent upon if you get Mitchell Pearce, though, right? And then Jackson again, becomes like a hook, uh, like a fourteen or something. I think, I think he's, you know, I think he probably should play thirteen, but it's just my opinion. I don't know if he's big enough, is he? Well, he's, he's a scrawny little fucker. He's got time. Like a Connor Watson type. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, why the fuck would you be moving Adam Dewey from six? I don't, I, I don't, I don't fucking, I don't get it. Well, I thought there'd be, you'd be Adam Dewey at six and then Mitchell Pierce if they get him at seven. No, well, the talk is Brooks at and then Luke, six. And then Luke Mitch Brooks Pierce to the fucking seven. Bin. Yeah. Let's see. Or Shallow Grave or you know, something. Very, very logical. Whatever the place with little dwarfs go. When their time's up. Give, give him a fucking tricycle. <laughs> fucking again at the Paralympians. What do you have against him? That guy got a silver medal, Glennie. If I can show some respect. Wasn't gold. <laughs> Should have won gold in the tricycling. <laughs> tricycle swimming. <laughs> the tricycle medley. <laughs> well, they do have those big fucking water tricycle things with those yeah. giant floaty wheels. That's what I'm saying. Why not? Yeah, but they'd have to, they'd get, have to. I don't know how he'd go reaching the fucking pedals. Yeah, as I say, little legs would be, have trouble have trouble reaching them, right? Well, he'd have um, a fucking hand crank. That's a good question. If Oscar Pistorius can wear fucking spring feet, yeah, why can't he? Why can't he use one of those fucking tricycle boats? Okay, so that's more an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then, then the fact Lakes. that you ask that question means that you are probably eligible for the Paralympics. <laughs> Look, it's an interesting question, and I don't think we're going to find the answer between the three of us. We're just going to find just heap, heaps more uh, offensive Paralympics chat. Uh, finally, Kerem says, consider this. All right. If the Sharks beat the Storm 12-10 and the Raiders beat the Roosters 51-0, eight tries, nine goals, and a field goal, then eighth spot will be decided by a coin toss. Now, that's the result that Rugby League needs this year. Yeah, wow. Especially if it's Volandis flipping the coin. Fuck yeah. 
the game ends and comes down in a helicopter. A fucking coin toss? <laughs> Would they not do a playoff? Based no, on the um, no, that's no the rules. Yeah, no, they, they, they a fucking coin toss. Yeah, so because this, this is like goes. this is like competition points, and then it's like you know differential. It's like you know going down the stages. Mm. So yeah, it's it's points differential. Then it's how many of your for and against were scored, or is it greater four? Uh, so or, is it, against, or is it tries? Your for and against can be the same. Yeah, is it the greater four, or is it number of tries? But also, what is it? Is it what is it this year though? Too, I mean, because we're talking about a lot of stuff that we've traditionally done. Like even going back to when it was you know five team series in the finals and stuff. Well, um, I remember the the Magpies playing the Bulldogs on a Wednesday night playoff to make the top five. Yep. You know, I think it was nineteen ninety. No fucking coin toss then, mate. Wednesday night playoff. Yeah, Oof. I know. I don't think got to stay up. So good. I'm just trying to look it up now to see if there's like I can find a document that gives me the. Uh... The... Fuck, mate, I don't care that much. I'll just... Oh, okay, fuck yourself, Dan. Sorry, Kieran. Okay. Um, yes, no, that is the result rugby league needs this year. Or, you know what they need? They need Volandis at the last minute to create a new rule for how they differentiate and, and make something even more chaotic. Like, I don't fucking... I don't know what that would be, but... Uh... Each, each player's captain submits a sample and the highest sperm count goes through. <laughs> Two teams, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, on that note, folks, that's full time for episode 430. Thanks for listening. As always, you can interact with us in a multitude of ways. Uh, head to thisweekinleague.com forward slash links and you'll get links to our social media communities and uh, the store and more. Um, consider joining our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Nation. It's the best way to support the show. And uh, make sure you drop us a rating and review on uh, and, and uh, I was going to say subscribe on Apple Podcasts, but uh, since the new fucking user interface update now it's like follow or something they've changed the whole yes terminology follow i it's been so long since i've subscribed to a new podcast that um i literally only found that out yesterday when i went to subscribe to a new podcast and i'm like just follow is am i getting these episodes now i had to go back to the show and yeah okay they're there all right good so follow it is so follow us on apple Podcasts. um fucking tell a friend and uh yeah the more the merrier in that facebook group too uh, it's a good spot, you know. In an absolute like, let's face it, Facebook is a is a fucking international cunt circus of a social media. However, the Twill Nation Facebook group is a fucking is, is a lovely little oasis uh, within. Um, that's it, fellas. Do you have any final words before we move on? Look, just let people know this week on the uh, the Patreon, you have the three of us live watching the final episode of Tiger Town. Uh, so upcoming episodes on the Patreon are going to include us looking at the other two episodes that we haven't because done you, yet. Because you you haven't you haven't seen the first two episodes of Tiger no. Town. So so no, I and and if you've seen those episodes like I have and I know Glennie has, you just know there's going <laughs> to there's some stuff on there that's just going to trigger him. So uh, I can't wait to uh, rewatch those uh, with him. And yeah, and they'll be coming out over over the the next couple of weeks. Um, as well as uh, some new concepts that we've that we've come up for members episodes as well, which would be great. Um, actually, fucking, I know this is putting you on the spot, but we've got to give away the um, the manscape thing as well. We do. So, like, so what can, we're can, do can, now can you decide? Is just go to the Instagram, and I'm gonna fucking do a random scroll. Yep. 
and so the followers list went oh no that's mine so we don't want to give yeah. away any of those cuts Jesus um, okay so we've got the oh there's a couple who look like bots and yep, nice there's my kid um, so I'm just probably too young for the it I don't know he's, if he's got his dad schnoz um <laughs> Righto, so I'm just going to start scrolling up and down through our followers list until somebody says, stop. It's a very unfortunate hand action and noise that is coming from your action. <laughs> stop. Okay, so the winner is, well, a fucking bearded gentleman with a private account, Matt Stewie. Matt Stewie. So, Matt Stewie, if you're listening... Hit us with an Instagram DM, and you are the lucky winner of a uh, fuck. What's it called? The a weed whacker. Weed whacker. Two thousand. A weed, weed whacker. whacker nose trimmer, direct from our good friends at Manscaped. So, and don't forget, you can buy all the Manscaped stuff, manscaped.com, and uh, use the code Twill Nation, all in capitals, twenty percent off, and free shipping. And I've got another one of those weed whackers as well that they sent me recently. So. They keep fucking sending them to us, so so we'll run another competition for another one immediately after. But we need to hear from was it Matt Stewie? Matt, yep, yep. We need hit to hear from up. you, Matt. Uh, hit us up at Instagram DM. Uh, yeah, and we'll need basically need your uh, shipping address, and I'll get that off to you uh, as soon as you let us know, and uh, then we'll think about what the next one's going to be for. Fantastic, beautiful. Okay, anything else, fellas? That's it. That's All right. It. See you next week. Bye. See ya. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.